This is exactly right. Scotty. Hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready to laugh and laugh and laugh. According to study, dudes only play extreme metal to impress <laughs> other dudes. <laughs> yeah, that is so unsurprising. I'm <laughs> laughing at how unsurprised. You shocked me in no way. All right, well, let's go ahead and get shredded on a brand new episode of Bananas. <laughs> gals and non-binary pals welcome to bananas i'm sitting across digitally from my best friend scotty landis and i am sitting across from my bff the one and only curdy b uh kurt brown all or kurt it is international vodka day today so i am drinking a vodka lemonade which is a delicious 3 p.m drink oh what a nice 3 p.m drink i am drinking a tall glass of water because i'm about to pick up my children after this but here's one thing father guys father first Mm -hmm. Comedy friend second. (laughs) Uh, I do want to let everybody know my new special that I recorded in Denver. Maybe you came to the taping. When's it out? Out October 27th. Thank you so much for asking. Yes. Where can I find it? uh, Moment. It's a website called moment.co. If you go to moment.co slash Kurt Brownoller, you can get it. It's a ticket. It's 10 bucks to watch. It's 10 bucks, Scotty. The, I I have twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm gonna buy it twice. If you wanna, if you got twenty bucks, Scotty, <laughs> you can get a ticket. You could do a meet and greet. You could do a an after party. You could buy a book. I made the book. Do you remember the book from the special? Of course I do. Let I won't make... spoil it, but it's a very it's about a tree that loves a boy. <laughs> about a tree who loves a boy. I'm sharing on my. Uh, uh, if you go and buy a ticket uh, for pre-sale and watch it on the moment, you can get. The Sharing Bush, which is my version of a of that children's novel. And, uh, yeah, so just go. It's very cool. It's like this is one way that, like, uh, you know, people can get their comedy specials directly out. It's the future. To, it is the future. It uh, is. So go to moment.co or just go to the Instagram or LinkedIn bio. And uh, we can all watch it together. I don't know. We'll figure out how. Oh, I'd love to. Celebrate. I'll watch it with you. I don't. Sure. I'll, I'll eat a Denver it. omelet. It'll be a perfect oh, come around. Look at that. This is great. Are you guys Well, ready? our guest, too. I know you're going to do the intro, but the rare two times on Banana Club. Yes. It's only been Kristen Shaw, Albertina Rizzo, and Laurel Bristow, as far as I can remember. Not There's, counting live shows. That's true. That's true. It's, oh, my goodness. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, she is a not just a podcast professional, true, but she's a podcast phenomenon. I agree. You know, she hosts a show called Childish, also with mm-hmm. Greg Fitzsimmons. Funny she guy. also co-hosts Upworthy Weekly. Oh, Big time. Upworthy, th- heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of that. And of course, she hosts. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Guess what? It's Allison Rosen. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had no idea I was in this special club of people who the o- like only of a few 
people get to come back. Yeah. I am showing off what has brought me back. It's my ability to articulate. Yes. It's my diction. It's my amazing vocab. It's just, I was born to be behind a microphone, clearly. No anyway, doubt. I'm so gobsmacked. I'm speechless. <laughs> it's wonderful to be here. I yes. love to be in an elite club. And I don't want to start off on the wrong foot, but Kurt... I have a bone to pick with you, oh, sir. Good. Yes, I love good. this. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, here we go. Oh, here it is. Give me that. I, phone. I have two children. You have two children, yeah. and Make our kids, fight. to my mind, look so much alike. Really? And I have brought. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I have brought this up to you more than once. Okay. To me, it's uncanny how much they look alike. And it's weird because so my husband has brownish reddish hair. I have black yeah, but it's more brown than Mm -hmm. but it was like red for a bit when he was younger. It's got Mm -hmm. red tones. But I have black hair and fair skin. So it's weird that our kids are like spitting images. And I keep trying to impress upon you. Like it's crazy. Our kids are like spitting images. And I feel like you're like, huh, oh, yeah. There was a time where you're like, oh, I see it. But you're very much not leaning you're in. Not connecting. yeah. Which feels to me <laughs> like when someone's like, you look like this famous movie star. And inside, you're like, I don't want to because I think that person's ugly. So what do you, what problem do you have with I my see. children? Do you not think they're cute? Because I think they're I cute. And I, yeah, I'm their mother. But I think objectively, they're pretty cute. <laughs> I, Kurt, look, I it, it may be more that I am unaware of what child, people's children look like. <laughs> but I, yes, what I, I want to lean what? into it. I want to get them all together for a photograph. Okay, it it'd be like, is the, are we in Twinsburg, Ohio? <laughs> yes, that weird ass place. I yeah, I'm looking up your kids now. Okay, yeah, let me see. Let me see. I'm How, looking them maybe up. I've never seen your children before, Allison. I've you sent you photos. <laughs> I sent you. I sent you photos to indicate how much they look alike. It is nuts. I see. These could be siblings. I That's see. That's what I am saying. That I believe we've had this conversation before. I'm siding with Allison on this. Thank I mean, you, cute Scotty. Kids, you both of you make great-looking kids. Give Thank me, you. Give me, I want to see the kids. Look at these kids. Yeah, these are. Cute Go to kids. Instagram. Instagram.com, Aww. at Allison Rosen, These one L and I. at least be first cousins, if yeah. not siblings. That's right. what I've been trying to say. Also, I'm- Kurt isn't great with faces. I'll let you know that right away. Mm-hmm. I was okay. amazed he even knew who I was when the second time I met him. And he probably didn't. He's just also really good at pretending and improvising. So, oh, so he's a liar. <laughs> I'm yes. a liar. I'm a deep liar. All right, scrolling, scrolling. They're on I the only feed. ever get fed your... Um, podcast images. Yes. By the Instagram they're, app. I'm not they, getting fed children. Images. Interesting. They're on. The oh, I see. oh, I see. I see your so, son. The algorithm knows that you don't think they look alike. Mm-hmm. And now it's just giving you so my podcast. Old is your stuff. youngest son? Three. Three. Three and a half. We that's a got... three and a half year old. That's a three and a half year old? Oh, no. That's a picture of Elliot dressed as Hamilton when he was like one and a half. Topical. Very topical. Very Mm -hmm. topical. I'm scrolling. You know what? Maybe you think you post your kids all the time. I'm not seeing many kids here, Allison. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. 
Well, Owen, there, there's, uh, if you go to oh, my stories. I just found one. Mm-hmm. What'd you, what in one? The eyes, Olive. I see yes, Olive there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the eyes are really similar. Whoa, that's creepy. I mean, I, oh, this is what I've been looking for. There we and go. I know that there's I had to drag it out of you. Just like I had to, I begged to come back on this show. Well, I'm I, thinking you know, all four I advocate. of them for Halloween. We got to get the same yes. costumes for these kids. Oh, we got to turn them all into God. something. Little Targaryens. Little oh, Valerians. how cute. Or what how if they're cute. all the kids from The Shining? Oh, but there's four. Great. Amazing. Four kids from The Shining. Perfect. We can be elevator doors and we can Perfect. open. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Allison, you and your it. husband can be blood and just run through Kurt and Lauren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. What are your kids going to be for Halloween? Do they already have costumes in mind? Yeah. Olive is going to be an electric eel that lights up. So Incredible we'll costume. Figure out how to make that and how it will light up. And Gus, Incredible. Um, Gus changes pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, uh, he's, uh, he is, he's, it's going to be a simple animal for him. Mm-hmm. Just like straight up like, turtle or something like that so we'll see how that goes what about your kids elliot is going to be cousin it and he has decided he's in he's in yeah he's super into adam's family and he's decided there's a new adam's family right he's not watching the old adam's no no although he's seen some of it and he's decided that owen is going to be wednesday and i don't know if owen's aware of this but (laughs) now they're going to be they're going to be the shining (laughs) Yeah, it's because of mommy's podcast adventures. <laughs> so double shinings, yeah. just right one right. after the other. <laughs> and cousin it for all of our listeners under the age of twenty five. Oh, right. It was mm-hmm. a character that is completely covered in hair. You cannot yes. see a face. It is one hundred percent in every direction, head to toe hair. It's one of the funniest characters in the history of TV and film. That's mm-hmm. a great costume That's for a, a little costume. kid. We actually already have the costume Warm. because uh, my mother-in-law made it. I will send you a photo afterwards. It's adorable. Is it really hair down to the ground? Yes, we had to. It, it was actually too long, and we had That's to trim so it. Funny. That's so cool. Yeah. That's it's gonna really have cool. so many leaves in it. It is. Yeah, it's going to be a mop by the end. <laughs> All right, you guys want to hear this? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Uh, this was sent in by me. And uh, it is in Metal Injection. That is the name of the site. <laughs> it's by... Uh, <laughs> that's like when your friend is dating a metalhead. Like, oh, yeah, she got a, she got a metal, metal injection. injection. Yeah. She went backstage. Uh, <laughs> this is by Greg Kennelty. Uh, oh, thank you, Greg. It was published he, one day ago. He's really good. Here it is. Dudes only play extreme metal. To impress other dudes, according to one study. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, re- okay, quote, research shows that heterosexual men who learn to play extreme metal guitar are mostly motivated to oh. do so in order to impress other heterosexual men. Hilarious. A tweet sent out by the quite interesting Twitter page. This, of course, sparked tons of discussion range, ranging from the expected criticism of, no, I don't shut up, to people poking fun <laughs> at the idea. But most importantly, where the hell did this idea come from and what's the thought behind it? Turns out there is a study called Extreme Metal Guitar Skill, a case of male-male status-seeking, mate attraction, or byproduct, question mark, authored by Tara DeLecce of Oakland University, Farid Pazuli. She's delicious. 
of the University of British Columbia and Anna Sazala of Oakland University Great and name. the Nicholas Copernicus University in Tehran and Todd K. Shackelford at Oakland University. So this is like a real study. Wow. Well researched. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing, Scotty. Mm, I want to hear it. Uh, according to the study. Blah, 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 blah. The study looked at 44 heterosexual male metal guitarists. More than enough. Is it, though? Like, if we're talking <laughs> about studies, <laughs> just 44. <laughs> I mean, like, that definitely doesn't, like, that wouldn't hold up if you're trying to make a vaccine. Well, we tried it on 44 people. <laughs> it's good to go. Um Examined their practicing habits, sexual behavior, and feelings of competitiveness towards the same sex. Results indicated that basically dudes are just trying to impress each other. Or as the study more eloquently puts it, the thing is, this is the best part about it. That the fact that there's a study and that they actually spoke about this in scientific terms, which is what I find the funniest part. Because as you said, Scotty, right away, like, obviously. This is obvious. Uh, Someone spent a lot of time doing this. Um, Here it is. This is how they put it. Quote, survey results indicated that time spent playing chords predicted desire for casual sex with women, whereas <laughs> perceptions of playing speed positively predicted intrasexual competitiveness, <laughs> a desire to impress other men. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But if you think about it, like doing those like, wiggly, 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 like mm-hmm. that's totally, imp- I mean, it's very impressive. Yeah. But and it, it it is designed to impress. It's uh you yeah, know true. like that guy mystery. It's peacocking. Yeah, it's, it's peacocking. for but for the same sex. Exactly. It's not designed for. It's not designed to turn anybody on. No. <laughs> Although I might be the rare. Did okay. Okay. I, I was gonna say I feel like I might be the rare woman who is like ooh I. I'm not going to say like my panties get moist when I see that, but I'm like, that is very impressive how they do that. But I was in a band. But okay, I don't know how much you guys followed the Adam Levine thing. Of course I do. Wasn't there an exchange where one of the women, and I don't know if it was the Instagram model that he cheated on the Victoria's, supposedly cheated on the Victoria's Secret model with. Allegedly. Yes, Summer Sumner Stroud. I don't know if it was her or someone else. Um, was saying that like I'm the only woman who's into heavy metal, or I'm the only hot. Sorry, I'm the only hot girl who's into heavy metal. And he's like, "Whoa, that's witchy," or something. There was some exchange yeah. like that. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Cool exchanges. It's all embarrassing, no matter who you are. <laughs> yes. All of us. It doesn't matter. Every exchange with everybody in our life. If yes. out of context, you look like the biggest loser on the face <laughs> of the planet. It's so true. But I no, I've definitely dated women who legitimately liked rock and roll and metal before I was involved and I'm sure they still do now that I'm not involved but I think that era it's funny that we are of the age where rock was the biggest genre like for most of our childhoods into our teen years and now it is it's going the way of jazz it's going to be like specialized places you go see a rock show but (laughs) it's not new anymore like it doesn't change the world anymore did these women enjoy when dudes ripped tasty solos or did oh, they yeah. like chords? Oh, okay. just like yeah. it was just like they could imagine sliding into second base with that <laughs> hand, you with know? That, <laughs> with that tippity tap hand, just like tippity tap and a nipple. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like to feel those hammer-ons. Yeah. <laughs> those calloused finger nubs. <laughs> but the reverse was true, too, in the late 90s, early 2000s. Every band, an indie rock band that I would go see, had the very attractive female bass player just right yeah. up front and center, the post-Kim deal, and every guy mm-hmm. would just be like, I love her. And she would be like, I don't care. I'm not interested <laughs> in you guys. I like right. the drummer. So you were in a band, Allison? I was. I played guitar. You did. What um, kind of band was it? It was. Uh, it it was a, a female punk band. We had a guy drummer, but oh, there were cool. four of us. We were called the Angoras. The Angoras. The Angoras. I like. Mm-hmm. It. Good name. We were. We formed in '97, and we were together till 2002 when I moved to New York. So this was after college. I'm I am I'm dating myself. Um, cool. We're the same age, but, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and then uh, we reunited at Sketchfest in 2020, and it was super Whoa. fun. In we San all live. Yes. So the bass player lives down in Orange County. That's where we were based, down in Orange County. And Very then cool. the singer guitar player lives mm-hmm. up in Seattle and still is in a band. Um, mm-hmm. Our drummer is in Portland and, and is in a band. Um, so it was like this crazy idea I had, like, oh my God, what if we reunited at Sketchfest? And I That's contacted so nice. them and they were they were all like, Yes, let's do it. So mm-hmm. it was one of those like pinch me kind of, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm getting the chance to do this. Cause I didn't think I mean, this was something, you know, we did so many years ago, but it was really fun. Did you like and rehearse over online to get ready? No, we were all, um, our families are still down in Orange County. So we all happened to be in Orange County um, for the holidays. So we got together and rehearsed then. And then um, the singer, bass player, and I had another rehearsal. And then I was in San Francisco a couple nights before the show to do some other shows. Uh, And then Childish also did a show. So they came into town early and we got like a little rehearsal space and rehearsed and stuff. So it was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That episode is out there, actually. If people go into my... Just find Allison Rosen's Your Best Friend and find the Sketchfest episode. It also has um, Kirsten Bangsness um, and I forget if Tony Thaxton is... He was a guest as well, but I forget if he's like in the title. But if you just find the live from Sketchfest, you'll find that episode if you are curious to hear it. Yes. Go get it, banana. Go get it, people. Yeah. I regret never starting a band. That's like the... I never did, and I'm not a good singer or anything, and I don't play any instruments, but looking back at my life... I feel like maybe that's why you didn't. Yeah, well, I but I could have gone up there and done like the guy in Cake. I could have been a lead singer that like spoke, sang, and been like, okay... But uh, I, I do look back and like, especially in college or the first couple years in New York, like who cares? Just go play a few shows. I do regret that. You would have been a good second drummer, you know, like, yeah. just like a hype man for a rock band. Oh, yeah. I could have been like the Boston. I could have just danced around and like yeah. on stage yeah. with two tambourines just going wild at the back <laughs> of the stage. Speaking of the Boston, have I, did, have I talked about this, that Mighty Mighty Boston's show I went to at City Gardens in the 90s when it was, I don't know if I've ever talked about hmm. this. It was City Gardens. This is in Trenton, New Jersey. Legendary, like, punk club. And John Stewart used to work there. And, right. And uh, he was, a, I guess, a bouncer or a bartender. And so he's probably there at this show. It's probably like 96 or something. And it was so cold. It was February in New Jersey. It was like negative something outside. 
and inside it was just like all these like teenagers going crazy for the Mighty Mighty Boss tones, like 25 people on stage, and that's additional like people getting on and then jumping off into the pit and everything. Very fun. And then they open the side doors or two side doors or what maybe one side door next to the stage, and they opened it, and then all of this hyper cold air just oh, you watched a wave of fog roll in to hit all of like the the body sweat that was in Ooh, the air. Yeah. And it yes. just whited out the entire place to the point where like, no one could see like seven feet in front of them. It was That's like the you coolest couldn't thing see I've the ever band. heard. It was just like music coming through white mist. It was the they had to close the doors because it was like disorienting. No one could see where they were. It was really it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Well, it's like yeah. the opposite of what happened with Great White. Yes. <laughs> Not soon enough, if you ask me. <laughs> Scotty, give me another one. I'm going to give you a very quickie, because this one cracked my ass up. My friend Claire Epstein sent this to me. I don't even know if Claire listens to Bananas, but today she texted me a police blotter from, I think, uh, Wakefield. I don't know where that is. It just says, police went to 27 Water Street at 1230 this morning, and then again at 2 a.m., after a caller reported a man screaming in the area. Uh, <laughs> so the resident told police he was just working out but agreed to retire for the evening. <laughs> so just some guy working out from midnight to 2 a.m. screaming so loud in a residential building that the cops were called twice. I, something about that just made me so happy. As somebody that's never screamed, maybe in their whole life, I just like that this guy's like, now's the time. <laughs> Here come the gains. Or that's actually a serial murderer. True. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's just yeah, he's yes, he's just teeing it up. He's teeing it up. So eventually they're gonna stop calling the cops, and that's when the murdering starts. <laughs> yeah. Now do we feel like it was okay that they're like, oh, he's going to bed. I feel like this problem is solved. Should they have explored a little more to see what was actually going on? Yeah. Good question. Or should they just been like, prove it? Like, how much can you bench? Like, get <laughs> yeah. back, get behind the the pads or whatever you right. call bench pressing. <laughs> get under the get under the, the iron, bro, and push it up. <laughs> right, put your ankles under the little foamy things and lift. <laughs> oh, he's got a whole Nautilus machine in his ass. <laughs> I want to see the bands expand. God. <laughs> Now I want to see Kurt play a personal trainer in a TV show or a movie. Just based on this alone, maybe we just set the scene and don't even write you words. You just don't. You don't get dialogue. You just have to make it up. Yeah. Keep blasting those twads. Just get. <laughs> Come on, time to crunch some iron. It's not going to crunch itself, folks. <laughs> twads. We did a episode of Money from Strangers in a gym in a crunch gym in Manhattan, which was a hidden camera prank show where three comics sat in the car and then we would find somebody on the street put an earbud in strap cameras to them and send in hidden camera team and then just send people up to it and the gym episodes were always the funniest every single time we had one guy there was a woman on a stair climber and we were like for 50 dollars, stand behind her and cross your arms like you're a bouncer in a nightclub and anybody that walks by just go hey keep moving it got so funny. And like, that seems so, like, the very basic thing. But then, like, right as soon as we said it, he, like, nodded, crossed his arms. The woman doesn't know that he's staying directly behind him. And, like, a young woman walks by and goes, hey, keep moving. And then the woman on the stair stepper turns around, sees what's happening, and kind of smiles, like, flirtatiously. She liked that this guy was guarding her butt. So, you know, good things can happen. That's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Keep moving. Nothing to see here. Keep moving. Hey. And is, I, yeah. This is interesting. I think that this is the third or fourth time the stair stepper has entered the bananas story world. Yes. That's- I had a guy slide between my legs. I told that one. <laughs> I was Wait, on what a- happened? I was on a crunch machine where you have to like put your arms at your chin and then fold your body. So you're kind of sitting vertically and then folding to your knees. And there was a man walking backwards on a stair stepper, and which is already insane. And then he misstepped. His butt went boom, boom, boom. And then he slid where his legs and hips were underneath my spread legs. And I'm doing crunches. And it was very embarrassing for him. So, And then I saw the lead singer of the band Garbage when I was on a stair stepper walk by. And I just kept... Shirley? Maybe it was on a trip. Yeah. Surely, but I couldn't remember names, so I just kept Mm -hmm. thinking, there goes the garbage lady. (laughs) The garbage lady would walk by. Well, there's old garbage lady. You want me to tease us into one, Curtie B? Oh, if you have one, I could also tease us into one. Um, I have one that that I think we're going to enjoy. Okay, good. Carmen Rose sent this in today. Thank you, Carmen Rose. The first ever pumpkin spice latte engagement ring is now available. Oh, Oh, I have so many questions, and they will mm-hmm. all be answered when we return on this fantastic episode of Beignets. We are back to bananas. Uh, Scotty, uh, you got a shout-out corner going for me? I got three quickies, uh, maybe four quickies. Annie Barbow. Annie, all we got to say is the Banana Boys love you. Greta, this is a personal shout-out, Kurt. Greta at the Admiral in Asheville. I was just in Asheville last weekend for a Banana wedding, and I walk into this great restaurant called the Admiral in West Asheville. And I was like, hey, I have a reservation for two. I'm Scotty Landis. She goes, I know who you are. I listen to every episode of your podcast right what? this way. Yep. That's And crazy. played it super cool. The food was excellent. They took care of us. It was great. So, Greta, hello. Thank you for telling me. Very cool of you. Kobe wants to shout out her boyfriend, Kyle. They've been together for 10 months, Kurt, but she's making it official. On Bananas, because they both listen to us when they get in the car. Kobe listens to the second time. Kyle listens to it for the first time. And they might meet us for a shot. Well, it'll be a week ago now on Door to Shore. So thanks for... I guess we met you guys and did shots with you. Hopefully it went great and nobody barfed out their nose. And finally, Emma Catherine is up in Prince Edward Island. And she didn't even ask me to shout her out, but they got hit by a hurricane last week. Um which a lot of people were paying attention to the Florida one. Another one hit Prince Edward Island. It was really bad, but she had six episodes of Bananas downloaded and listened to us when the power went out and stayed out for seven days. Seven days, no no water, no power. Oh, oh my God. So she would lay on the floor or lie on the floor with a battery-operated lantern listening to the episodes of Bananas over and over for comfort. And Em is a true bananimal because she wanted to send love and support to the hurricane victims in Florida. So oh. made it about them, which is sweet. That's so beautiful. Wow. Thank glad you. you made it, Emma. Uh, How did she go to the bathroom without water? 
Well, I can't ask that question, Allison. That is something. Wait, that is a she not? Did you, is she not on the line right now? I guess I don't get how <laughs> shoutouts work. How does this shoutout corner work? I'm confused. Emma in the dark. How did you pee? Tell me. It's banana. Well, no, boy without it's with two. the without without water. I'm wondering. Maybe yeah. she just didn't have water to drink. No, it sounds like she probably didn't have water to flush either. Yeah, it's an a island. Questions. There's got to be water island. somewhere. <laughs> I guess you're right. You have to strip yeah. down and go into the ocean every time you wanted to go. That's Boy, Kurt loves to do it. it. Yeah, it's inconvenient. Uh, Scotty, let us get right back into our fantastic guest. Yes, Allison Rosen. You can listen to all of Allison's podcast, Upworthy Weekly, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons, and Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That's right. What is and the Upworthy show. What's the Upworthy one about? Oh, it's a lighthearted news podcast, and it comes out on Saturdays. Uh, it is, I like yes, to hear up, it. Upworthy is, uh, it's feel-good news stories, but it's good. not like all, you know, it's not, it's not just rainbows and good news about dogs, although it is a lot of dog stories, and, and there's a so lot of people. should be. There's a lot of people who are like, where are the, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> once again. <laughs> Podcast professional right here. People are like, where are the cat stories? Why are there no cat stories? And then we're like, when cats do things that are upworthy, when they start rescuing people, we will cover cats. So we have made a concerted effort to try to get more cat stories in. But people, it. it just so happens that there's just more stories of dogs rescuing people and going to get help and i just look i don't make the rules we're trying to include cats it's just not happening for the cats right now well, dogs are a summer winter animal and cats are a fall spring animal everybody yeah. knows that Everyone... so we're just going into fall right but anyway <laughs> i've ever heard a statement that i'm so confused by it is it is it i decided to just roll right by it i did gonna, i mean i sort of got it i'm gonna slow down okay. and examine it was it just an absurdist uh, statement or do you believe that i do believe that is true i believe what do you mean dogs by are you get out there and have fun and in the summer you're you're throwing frisbees you're going to the beach you're mm -hmm. jumping in lakes that's dog stuff yeah cats mm -hmm. don't do that shit no. fall what do you do you sit in the bath you read you drink tea hot okay. tea you read books and you have a little cat sitting next to you okay what about winter, winter? comes around <laughs> yeah this what pulls dog sleds not cats right. dogs do <laughs> You ask Inuits how many cats they're hanging out with. I don't know. Maybe they have tons of cats. I've never been up there, but I know they have dogs. Yeah. I know they have dogs. And then spring comes around. It's wet outside. You're not going out, and cats hate the water. Spring, it's raining. You're depressed. If you're a depressed person, what animal do you have? You cats. have a cat. That's right. Mm -hmm. right. I love it. You know what, Scotty? I love that. Thank you. I'm so happy that I paused, and I wanted an explanation, and I got yeah. it. Sledding See? with a cat, impossible. impossible. Sledding with a husky, best day of your whole damn life. Yeah. Give me this I've, story. Okay. I've never, is it mush or mush? I think it's mush. I think it's I've mush. I've never mushed. There's a mush-shaped hole in my heart. I got to get out there and do more mushing. I think it's mush. Or some. It's mush. I got to do mushing. I got I to do more mush. Much more mushing. I yell mushin. in fuego. That's what I yell with my dog sled team. <laughs> Unfuego! And then they just and leave because I forgot to tie it to the sled and I'm just oh, standing no. there drifting backwards like wild coyote. <laughs> and you're like, is and, this a team? And then a dog saves you. <laughs> is this a team or is this a bunch of individual dogs that I hang out with? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're gone. I guess I'll go get a cat and be sad for a while. <laughs> but anyway, yes, it's a lighthearted news podcast. Please tune in. Yes. Uh, 
it's very fun. My co-host and I uh, disagree about it. He's wrong on Christmas music. He's wrong on vegetables. He's wrong on a ton of stuff, but we have a ton of fun disagreeing on. He has two pet tortoises and didn't tell me right away because he didn't want me to think that he was a weird uh, reptile guy. And I'm like, if you have two pet tortoises, you disclose that right away. That's like something yeah. you want to talk about. It's a cool pet. And now the fact that you kept that a secret makes it weird. Yeah. yeah, what else is he hiding from you? Exactly. His uh, aquarium a, should be directly behind him when he's podcasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. he also has like a box turtle, which he kept a secret. Two I don't, and one turtle? Yeah. <laughs> and two dogs. But he, turtles. He, he was open about the dogs, but I don't know. He, like, him. it's shifty. It's weird. It's shifty. <laughs> I, don't tr- I don't trust him. And he's like, he, we ranked vegetables for some reason. It related to a story. And he's just top to bottom wrong. Like, he's anti-zucchini. I love Great. zucchini. I love zucchini. Yeah. So I, he's just, I don't Ooh. even think he should be trusted with news. But he's a staff writer at Upworthy, so oh, can't that, get rid of him. Your top, what is your top vegetable? Top three for oh my you, God. Allison. I love zucchini. Delish. I love cauliflower. Oh my god! And oh gosh! Now it reveals who's actually wrong. You. Uh oh. Those are really? two bold choices right out of the gate. Zucchini and cauliflower. <laughs> are the most and I love to fart. Vegetables. <laughs> and I just, I just love letting out a big beefy <laughs> fart. Um, that's right. What else do I love? How about a potato? Do you go nuts? I know that's like a tuber or something. No, so I'm like, not going to go nuts for a potato. You know, you know, I can get behind broccoli sometimes, but I also like asparagus. He had asparagus really low on his list. Sometimes I like... Scotty's <laughs> face. You're I not giving all. Scotty anything to agree with. Uh, what, are, what are your tops, Scotty? Yeah. Car- carrot, number one by with Carrot's a bullet. Good. Okay. okay. Carrots are delicious. Uh, every way you can eat a carrot. I also really like, well, I eat giant salads every day. So give me a red bell pepper. I'm on board with a red bell pepper and I'm a cucumber dude. I think cucumbers are hydrating. Pickles are delicious. Mm -hmm. So I'd go carrot, red bell pepper, pickle. Oh, I like those choices. I like those mm-hmm. choices. They're not they're not a psychopath choice like Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I like all Allison's too. You know, I think that I'm gonna have to put other squash up up on my other list, squash. actually. Like I like a yellow squash a yellow as well. Squash is very good. Like a butternut okay. squash. Yeah, all yeah, squash. Yellow. I'm gonna go all squash. Okay, well, sorry, what are yours? Kurt? I'm Kurt? going green bean with a bullet. Number one. Ooh. Green oh bean. yeah, I love I forgot I love green, green beans. Bean. I love a green bean. Everybody loves a green bean. Beans. Yeah. Yes, green beans, yay. Like, I would almost go all bean. I would almost go green bean, bean, like string Mm. beans. Yeah. Then peas. Dude loves beans. (laughs) (laughs) And then, what? and snap peas. Look at that. Those are good. Boom, boom, boom. All the same vegetable, essentially. (laughs) Very, wow. We have just... People have tuned out of this podcast. They're like, I don't agree with these three psychopaths at all. Um, if somebody said radish number one, I would probably stop talking to. Them. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that's insane. Yeah, that would be a crazy one. You know what? And I'm, and we can get back to your podcast because I think I'm doing my podcast We're now. But you know what I have found is very polarizing. What? A hard-boiled Nazis. egg. Oh, yeah. What, sorry, what did egg. you say? I said Did Nazis, you say vaccines? But... Nazis. He said Nazis. <laughs> but a hard-boiled yes. egg is the Nazi the of breakfast foods. <laughs> no, hard-boiled... 
I'm a fan. I tend to throw out the yolk. I'm an egg white fan more than the yolk fan, unless I'm yes. making it for my kids. That's just okay. a me thing. But um, you're talking. You're talking about. You're talking hard boiled only <laughs> yolk. <laughs> no, okay, I, so I hard boiled only whites. Yes, for me personally. <laughs> throw that in with some 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 zucchini. What I'm losing credibility. Snack. <laughs> A bland, wet, <laughs> mushy experience in your mouth. <laughs> Listen, but I know that, like, I think Jordan, was it Jordan Morris maybe who tweeted something like if someone wanted, and I might be uh, attributing this to the wrong person, but it was That's like okay. if someone wanted to torture me, they could just eat a hard-boiled egg in front of me. I see. A lot of people, and even my husband, uh, is just not a fan of hard-boiled eggs around him in general. I think I don't, most people aren't. I have a bit about. Yeah. I have a bit. Oh, you do about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I have like where I eat a hard-boiled egg and read tweets that nobody likes. Sad snack. Yeah, it's called a, the sad snack. And have we talked about this before? No, we have not. Okay, um, but it is available online to be witnessed, and people do dislike they. But it, it's in in the comments. It's always people getting into the dumbest fights, which are. Uh, the only thing that makes it sad is that you had it in a plastic bag in your pocket. That's a great <laughs> snack. Like, they're just angry that I call oh, it. They're, just, snack. Just they're angry because the they're doing keto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other people are people who are just incredibly grossed out by watching me eat a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't find them to be gross, but then I do find mayonnaise to be gross. So. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I think that's pretty common. I think yeah. disliking mayonnaise is pretty common. I'm a big mayo head. <laughs> okay. This yeah. is where we part. <laughs> I we, I, part. we are yeah. already yeah. parting ways on the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. Speaking no, of things that I don't think are... opinions. No. But you gave me a good segue yeah. into the first ever pumpkin spice latte engagement oh, right. ring is now available. I forgot. You had questions, Kurt. I know. Uh, Carmen Rose, thank you again for sending this in. This was from Kurt. Our, the website you and I talk about most in the world. Brides.com. Oh. This is from Brides.com. <laughs> At all times. Written by the best in the beeswax, Lily Blomquist. Lily, she's on her way. She's really rising. She's a rocket ship on the Brides.com website. Fall engagement season is upon us. Cat season, as some would say. And we couldn't be more excited. There's something about popping the question surrounded by vibrant foliage that makes the grand event even more romantic. Luckily, there's a new engagement ring on the market that may just be the perfect way to ask your partner's hand in marriage this season. UK-based company Angelic Diamonds. Here it is. We finally get to the information we want from this article. Two Mm -hmm. paragraphs of explaining what marriage is and and the fact that we have rings. Lily this had is to called, prove the master's degree. This is called the nut graph. Yes. Back in my journalism days. Here's the, here comes the, here here comes comes the, nut. the nut graph. <laughs> UK-based jewelry company Angelic Diamonds has created the world's first pumpkin spice latte ring. The $11,300 sparkler features what? a... Yeah? 11K for a mistake. Uh, $11,300 <laughs> sparkler features a center-shaped diamond... Shaped like whipped cream, 
I mean, what <laughs> what little girl doesn't dream of that? Uh, which is surrounded by a cluster of white diamonds and orange sapphires set in a cup-shaped claw to resemble the beloved fall beverage. Oh, uh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, they went all in at Angel. So it really looks like a it looks like a latte. This is yes. worse than I thought. I was expecting that either it was like orange or it smelled like cinnamon or something, but this actually looks like a pumpkin spice latte. Mm. Oh this boy. Is for the most basic person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is a They're pumpkin like, spice. I mean like, okay. This, or... There's nobody anybody buys this. <laughs> there's nobody anybody buys this. This is just like a advertising, right, for the company. Like we've said, the company name now. Yes, angelic, angelic something, angelic diamonds. So, the rose gold band is designed to look like a pumpkin and includes a trail of white diamonds, orange sapphires, and an emerald shoulder and emerald shoulder stones. That was my nickname in middle school. Good old shoulder emerald shoulder stones. <laughs> The inside of the band is also engraved with the words pumpkin spiced. No, That's it where oh my it God. lost me the most. That's no, actually okay. the line that lost me the most when I was reading this. The inside of the band is engraved with words pumpkin spiced. What's more, the packaging even incorporates a nod to the cozy beverage. The rock comes in an orange box with pumpkin spice scented interior, a cardboard coffee cup wrapper, wow. and a pumpkin closure latch. The seasonal piece is now available through the jeweler's bespoke design service. And for a personal touch, you can ask Angelic Diamonds to customize the ring. I don't know why you wouldn't just leave pumpkin spice in there. Very romantic. Check out the company's website to learn more and make a request. There I'm, we go. I'm I request they don't make this ring. Here's the crazy thing. It's like less on first glance it's less ugly than i expected but the more i look at it the more i hate it good yes um also that they've they uh, we're looking we're all looking at the photograph they've yes. they've posed it mm-hmm. on top of <laughs> a whip a, a whip of whipped cream with uh, yes. like sprinkles on it Yes. Um, so that increases its uh my dislike of it the fact that it says pumpkin spice weirdest part is that the part is like is the suggestion that that's what you think of your beloved, right? <laughs> that she is pumpkin cloying. spiced. You're cloyingly sweet, and I only want you a couple times a year. Yes, but hasn't pumpkin spice made a full, it's made a, a 360, no, it's made, yeah, 360. Like, people came around on it. When it was first, like, the rage, I don't mm-hmm. know, seven, eight years ago, people 10 years it. ago, but people were making fun of it on Twitter. It's mm-hmm. like, ooh, you suck, ooh, you're basic, this is for losers. But now people are kind of like, it is delicious, and mm-hmm. we do enjoy this. Like, I think it's come around in the way where people are like, Hating on it was fun because it seemed dumb, and then all of us had the local coffee shops version or the Starbucks version, and it is damn good. It I have never, great. I have never had it. I guess I have to try it. I have never yeah. had a pumpkin spice latte. Allison, I, do you enjoy it? I. It's been a long time since I've had one, but yes, I do recall thinking it's pretty good. They're pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you said that with such um, disdain for yourself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't want to. No. It's like I don't want to like it. I'm I don't want to like it. I'm free of that burden. I'm saying in 2022, we, we embrace can just like what it. we love. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. sort of like for years, I refused to type LOL. I'm just like, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm a ha 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 person. But now occasionally I will just use an LOL. I yeah. still have not succumbed to LOL. I still say ha 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 or or just the ha. Mm. Yes, that's that's a but Karen Kilgariff special, the long ha, which yes. I adopted from her. I do enjoy that. Um, the 
but I do use like the laughing emoji just to be like, this yes. is meant as a joke. Uh, don't mm-hmm. get mad. <laughs> I read an article that said, yeah. no, I read a tweet, same thing, same that thing. said that uh, Gen Z considers gifts to be cringe. I consider the use of cringe, not cringy, to be cringe slash cringy. Like gifts, G-I-F-S? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do like you say sending, gifs? Sending them like in texts? Yeah. They're wrong. This Gifts is are I hilarious. Love. This is what I, I think they're super I, stupid and very I funny. feel like I'm just starting. I feel like I'm just warming up to them. And that's exactly why they don't like them. That yeah. is exactly what <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've held off on ever mm-hmm. posting them other than hyper ironically. And I Same. feel like if you hold off on any trend, yeah. the yeah. next generation is going to come around and you're cool again, man. Yep. You're, you're right there on the cutting edge. That's so why I'm then, getting a gemstone in my belly button and, <laughs> and growing my hair long and spiking it up. Because yeah. when treasure trolls come back, this boy is going to just be sidestepping his way in and out of Panera Bread. And that's why I got soup dragons tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Divine then wait, the should I continue gifts. with my, I've been listening to Len. Should I continue with my gifts? Steal your sunshine. Yes, you can continue okay. with your gifts. I mean, how right. many Who, children are you interacting with on, on the phone? None. Exactly. Not enough. Yeah. There you go. Um, this <laughs> one, when I was a, a little banana back in Maryland, there was a haunted hayride. And oh, it was a big deal in Maryland. There were many. Like some parents would be like, birthday parties were at haunted hayrides. It got to the point where tractors would pull what would be like a tractor trailer bed, like mm-hmm. just the empty part. And you'd get like 50 people in there. But there was this one specifically great one that was at a former mushroom farm. Okay. Why is Which it is already former? creepy. Yeah. I think it just went out of business and then they <laughs> right. saw they could make more money selling pumpkins and is a, is a mushroom farm just like a closet? That's <laughs> yes. mushroom just a, like the dark. <laughs> that is a, what it is. It's just a leak. It's a leaky bathroom. <laughs> it's just it, like an old barn. It's Prince Edward Island. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long there were these long buildings, like very long barns oh. that were soil and they were just in the dark and they were musty and they yeah, Whoa. it was so it was already a creepy place to have an event, and then they would make so much money, and they would have a corn maze. They would do all the fun stuff. You could go when it was still mm. sunset and build a scarecrow. All the all the good times. You could build a scarecrow. What? Yes. Is that so a you would bring. Thing? It was in Maryland. You would take tights, <laughs> uh-huh. and you would take like your dad's leftover flannel shirt or a pair of jeans that had paint on it, and you would stuff it and make a scarecrow, and then you would sit on your front porch, and if you were funny, you put an eggplant out the crotch. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just saying, if you're Classic. funny, that's some families did that. Sometimes. Maybe mine. Because <laughs> these were really good. These haunted day rides were like legitimately scary. It's probably the reason I write scary movies now. Um, you would head out, and then when they would get to where the Freddy Krueger was walking out of the woods, or the chainsaw guy was coming out of the cornfield, they would slow the tractor down so the engine get really cold, uh, quiet, and then they would turn like a big spotlight where you were supposed to look, and everybody would pit. One time I went. This is the scariest thing I ever saw. Cal Ripken Jr. was there. So Cal Ripken, for anybody around the world who doesn't know about American sports, was uh, a baseball player in Baltimore his whole career. He's probably the most famous person in Maryland, arguably. Mm-hmm. Yes, at all times. And he's a Hall of Fame baseball player, and he had two kids, and they lived very close to the mushroom farm, like within two miles. Uh-huh. 
So I go and I'm like, holy shit, Cal Ripken's like 6'4", 6'5". He's a big dude. You can't miss him. He was still playing, still an Oriole. Oh I'm like God. 10 years old. Yeah. So this is pre-smartphones. This is pre-cell phones. So we get on the same hayride as Cal Ripken. And the scariest thing I ever saw was every time they would slow down the tractor to show you the macheted villain that was coming to scream at the children, all the kids would turn and all the adults would stare at Cal Ripken like <laughs> like serial killers. Like grown men would like see what Cal was up to, and I'm watching them. And they would, you're just seeing these other dads. It's like, oh no, what's that in the bush? And like a demon's walking out, and all the kids are screaming. And then while children are screaming, grown men are looking at Cal Ripken like they want to kiss him on the lips. <laughs> and, and then they would fire the old tractor engine up and go 20 more feet, and here it comes again. And I'm like, this poor dude, being famous is yes. a prison. It does it is seem a like fucking a fucking nightmare. He wouldn't take pictures with anybody till after the ride. He had to say to people, like, hey, guys, I'm not taking any photos until after the hayride. <laughs> the entire ride, it's just like 20 eager parents being like, ooh, I'm going to get to Cal. His poor kids are just like, this is hell. We live in hell. Yeah, right? <laughs> it does. Wow. It is interesting, too, that like Cal Ripken, like, uh, like he's probably more famous than Edgar Allan Poe, another famous Baltimore resident. In right? Maryland? In For Maryland. sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Undeniably. <laughs> Undeniably the most famous person of my childhood in, in Maryland was Cal Ripken. And apparently Amazing. grown men wanted to smooch him. No, I'm making that part <laughs> up. But they were staring at his ass like, oh, I cannot wait to take a disposable camera photo with you that will never develop in this dark lighting. <laughs> Can I tell you who the person was that I've been with who was most unable to walk about uncontacted. And it's going to surprise you because it's someone that is like uh, very much accessible. And it's like someone who's not not famous, but it's not going to be someone where you're like, oh my God, you know that person. Now, this was years ago in New York, but I was just like, wow, this person cannot move about without people clamoring. Guy Fieri. No. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew Guy Fieri. Damn it, Doug Benson. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, was it? Do- it was probably during the marijuana logs at that time. You, maybe. Yeah. What? Okay. So I knew him because we both used to go on this show, Red Eye. So mm-hmm. and it was. I'm, I can. Oh, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to that f- remember that. <laughs> show. Remember that show? Yeah. I remember that show. No, it was after marijuana. I'm trying to think if he was still doing. I think it was after marijuana logs. I think a lot of people. Oh, no, Super Jaime. Super oh, Jaime. Oh, sure. Was that yes. was a big deal. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then also, I think everyone knew him from VH1 Talking Head stuff. Oh. Yes, best was, week that ever. Was, those were huge. Yeah, and they were on all the time. And then also, I think because he's known as like affable stoner, if you see him around. Yeah, to say hi. It, yeah. That's the So I just remember, yes. So I just remember like, trying to walk around New York with him. And it was just not, it was crazy. I had it like, I had never experienced that next to someone. Yeah, and I was thinking great. like, what is that like for someone? Yeah. Oh, I, Cal Ripken like, level. I remember when Kristen and I did, Kristen Shaw and I did Bonnaroo in 2008, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Like that was, it was like height of Flight of the Concords. Concords yeah. mm-hmm. And so it was just all these people at this music festival who love Flight of the Concords. And we took mushrooms together and then like tried to like walk around and it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like 
she couldn't go anywhere. We ended up having to like run away into like the the artist area so that we could yeah. not go and experience music, could not go and see anything and just like hang out there because it was like it was yeah. I was like, oh, no, you can't just go and do normal things. And that, right. was, that was a long that was 14 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Not yeah. great. No. All right. Yeah. I'll give us one to send us home. How does that sound? That sounds very fun. I would enjoy mm-hmm. it. This one's Me a real too. quick one. It's not safe right. for the kids, so put the kids away. If this put if the kids, there. toss the kids out of the car safely. Porsche, Porsche sent this in. Thank you, Porsche on Instagram. Thank you, Porsha. Company launches vagina flavored chips so millennials can get laid more. Uh, I don't see the correlation. No, I, nor do I. Wait, wait for I the nut. Wait chips. for the nut graph. Me too. Here's oh. the nut graph. Okay, this the, is uh, from the New York Post. Uh, the nut graph. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the nut graph. It is written by Ben Cost. Oh, huge. Ben Cost literally, literally is the best in the business at Strange News. Ben, we get so many stories from Ben Cost. We do. He has, if you want to know what it costs to be the best in the biz, you ask Ben Cost, all right? <laughs> Here He's it is. been there regarding the cost. He's been there. <laughs> it's the perfect gift for millennials who lack a lot of, quote, lays. Oh, boy. Very funny. It's good. If they can't get it in the sack, they can get it in the snack. There it is. Oh. That should have been the lead, Ben. Do you think he wanted to write they can get it in their mouth and someone's like, no, cross it out. (laughs) If they can't get it in the sack, they can get it in their mouth. I like they could get it in the snack better than their mouth. Me too. Someone's like, you can do better. (laughs) And then Ben's just like up late at night like, oh, you can stick your dick in a bag of chips. (laughs) You know, like. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Oh, no, that doesn't work. Uh, okay. Here it is. A chip company that purports to cater to sex-starved 30-somethings boasts a new flavor. 30-somethings? Are 30-somethings millennials at this point? Yeah, they yes, are. Yes, okay. they are. Uh, boasts a new flavor that supposedly tastes like a woman's vajayjay. After tasting cool. it, quote, you will remember your wildest love adventures. That's right. Of course, that is exactly what we all call them. <laughs> We call them our wildest love adventures. That's right. And for the guys not getting laid, but just can remember going down on women constantly. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a totally normal guy. That's Uh, who you want to hang out with. Your first real love and maybe even lose your oral virginity reps for Chaz, the Lithuanian-based creators of the (laughs) private parroting potato chips claims on their site. Dubbed pussy-flavored potato chips, the kinky creations are inspired by a purported generation-wide sex drought among millennials who allegedly prefer perusing social media to getting saucy in the sack. Good. seems to be, is this true? Is this true? Do millennials not have sex? I don't think that's true. Love shy? Isn't that a thing? I mean, they're, they're, they, they're keep being, they're keep being, is that, is that, anyway. Keep being, yeah. I keep uh, encountering articles saying this, that the younger people are like not having as much sex and they're all about being online, but they're not actually doing the deed. But if so, then they're not going to recall their wild love adventures when they eat these shrimp flavored chips or whatever it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What right. are they We're, recalling? What is the what is the flavoring? I'm gonna blah 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 blah. blah. Also, is this only a problem in Lithuania? Possibly. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I think we got to get a couple bags and eat them on the air. Is what I'm hearing, Kurt. I think oh. we got to get into it. Yeah, and give the you got to try them. What they want: grown men eating chips directly into a microphone. <laughs> I hope I hope that they set the price for them. I hope they set the price really high because I think that there's a novelty to this, and it's also extremely disgusting. 
there's a novelty to this. Yeah, also, like, no one's making dick-flavored potato chips. Mm. I mean, nobody's buying them is the real way to say it. (laughs) We out here, but we ain't selling. (laughs) But we out here. (laughs) So apparently, yeah, it just doesn't, there's not really a good, it's all pretty much like marketing talk. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a gimmick, but also let's get a bag. That's hilarious, and yeah, maybe someone, they're delicious. If we have any listeners oh, in Lithuania, please send us some vagina. What do they look like? They they are, look like vaginas. <laughs> they look vulvas like, like bugles. First off, they come in a special box. Um, Classic. And it says lo- the, the box says lose your virginity with Chaz. And For real? You, yeah. And then you open up the box, and inside there's a bag of chips. And it's a woman, I guess, squatting over a pile of potato chips. Are you serious? No. And okay. uh, I mean, it says, amazing. I mean, again, this is Lithuanian. So uh, in English, it says, all bodies taste good. Anything goes uh, in Lithuania. Yes for sex. No oh. preservatives. And then for the hot ones. Uh, so that is, that is what. So Chaz they're spicy. Thinks. Chaz, I'm gonna look up Chaz vagina chips. But they are shaped like vaginas. Um, I saw a pic of these. We oh, got really? this from a lot of banana. animals we'll sent this in. No, they really do. I'm not making oh, that I'm, up I to be ha ha funny. I've seen the. Uh, oh, they look actual. like the eye of Sauron. It is a, a woman, so it's like a burlesque looking, like pinup girl Blonde, sitting yeah. on a pile of a chips. Drawing, a drawing of one. Yes, yes, like yes. A, a, com- a comic. Right, and then there's an asterisk for the second S. That's the craziest part, where it's the, these are pussy-flavored chips, and then it says yes for S asterisk X. Like, they're not right. even that. The word sex isn't on there. That's the craziest part. <laughs> they should really explain a little more clearly what the flavor is. Yeah. Yeah. But that again, we're going to have to give it a whirl. We're going to have to try. We're going to have to read the ingredients live on air and then chomp on some chips. Allison, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for letting me come back. This was absolutely delightful. It was. It was very... Uh, I had a good time. Scotty, do you have a good time? Best day of my whole damn life. There it is. Aww, uh, you never, same. You never get disappointed with Scotty. Mm-mm. I, I love your joie de vivre, both of you. Thank your joies you. de vives. Thanks. Well, go treat yourself to a big old zucchini. Go roast a zucchini. <laughs> I'm going to go have myself a hard-boiled egg. egg white. Toss, the, <laughs> toss the yolk. I'm going to go live a little. <laughs> Just roll that egg yolk right on down the stairs. <laughs> well, that's all for Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.